Hello, wrestling fans. Quint Grisma. Hey, that's me. Today I'm with Jeremiah Plunkett. Yellow again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett and Quint Grisma right along side and ready to go with a big mystery week of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast. And you almost got it. <laughs> that's pretty good, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I may have called out sick. Um, about midweek, maybe a little after, uh, Quentin decides to throw me a bone and send me a match uh, saying, hey, this is what we're going to review if you want to watch it. And the match was... Alan I, I, I was going to make sure it was... You look it up and you have it ready to go. Not really watch it, but just kind of, you know, get yeah. ready to, to play. It's basically what it was. And, and if we would have <laughs> had to watch this, I would have been drinking. Um, Alan West versus Solgot Houstonoff, or maybe I mispronounced it. I don't know. I don't care. Solgot. 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 The guy from AWA. <laughs> yeah. The, the other terrible Russian. <laughs> what was the first terrible Russian? All of them besides the Koloffs. Hey, Boris Zukov was good. Oh, I'll, I'll give Boris Zukov. I'll give him more than Solgot Houstonoff. Oh, yeah, I hope. And the Pietroff and whatever. Vladimir, Vladimir Pietroff, that was yeah. it. I can't remember his uh, name earlier. Let's see, the other, uh, the, the one that Ivan brought to Smoky Mountain for the uh, for the first tapings, he was awful. Didn't um, AWA have, like, the mask uh, there at the dying days, have, like, the Russian brood or something? I, I believe hair. so. Um, Jack, Jack Victory had a mask on that had a hammer and sickle, and he was quote unquote Russian. What he like the mask Russian or something? Something like that. Russian poor, assassin or something. Yeah. Poor, poor Jack Victory, by the way. This is totally off topic, but poor Jack Victory <laughs> would just do anything and did just about anything. He was a New Zealander. Could, but his thing is, he right? could do it. Was it New Zealand? Was he a yeah, New Zealander? Yeah. Uh, was, was it New Zealand, Zealand militia? What, yeah, he was. Yeah, he's the part of the New Zealand militia. <laughs> yeah, for that uh, for that worldwide tag tournament that they were going to have, where they just put people. It was him and Rip Morgan. What was their what? What was their names again? I thought it was the New Zealand militia. Well, yeah, New Zealand militia. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't uh, they Lord Littlebrook their manager? Yes, jeez, yeah. I forgot about. Yes, Lord Littlebrook was the manager. That was the best part of it. <laughs> I remember yeah. also they just put they're like and the British team and it was uh oh god Chris Adams and Norman Smiley actually this was like 91 you know just Norman Smiley's British I guess and he's got the accent where is where he actually he, from where is he actually from I don't know he may be from Britain proper I don't know well what's the what's the uh What's the islands that British own down in the Caribbean? Caribbean. Uh, I'm not sure. We're so yeah, <laughs> I'm about yeah. getting way off. From the boy, this is not jump the rails that the get go at it. Hey, but you know, it, all that doesn't matter because he is actually from uh, England proper. Okay, he, he's well, from North, Northampton, Northampton, Hamptonshire. Well, dang, they actually got something right. They yeah. actually didn't have to work something. All right. But you could tell these guys are never tagged. Anyway, we have totally off topic. But so we thought, <laughs> I thought we were going to have to watch that. Man, there's no in the world. I, would, I just saw that. But I was, I was, 
Actually, I, I got on. Um, I was. I think I found it on Roy Lucier's um, territory site on YouTube. He had so much stuff. I got busy looking on stuff, and I was like, just watching. I was like, oh crap! I got be. I'm supposed to be looking for something to watch because he had so much just unique stuff on there. Um, but I, I come across that, and I was like, I got to do a rib on this one because yeah. I saw those two names. I was like, man. Yeah, so that match has got to be brutal. So I was like, I'm going to sit 10 minutes we're watching. <laughs> and, oh, I saw the 10-minute the ten time on the match. Yeah. I was like, oh, this won't be too bad. And I saw the names. I was like, this will be very bad. Um, yeah, if those two guys went 10 minutes together, oof. But, that'd be brutal. So that's not the match. What is the no. match, Quentin? All right. Big I'll reveal. Be, the, the egg starts cracking. Okay, before I forget, this is episode 58, because I'll definitely forget it. I, it is 58, right? It is 58. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, last week we was in Japan, way across the the pond or whatever. Is that what they say? That's England, ain't it? Yeah, that's usually what they say in England. But <laughs> I, guess te- I guess technically it is still across the pond. <laughs> well, we're going far east. So we'll bring it back a little back over this way some. And uh we're gonna go down to the island of Puerto Rico, San Juan. September 21st, 1986. Uh I can't say the thing anniver- how, how do you say anniversary? Anniversario. Anniversario 86. It's their big anniversary uh shows they have down there in Puerto Rico. Um, it's a match between Carlos Colon and Terry Funk for the finals of the Universal title tournament. It's the final match. Um, I figured, you know, last week we had some really, really good wrestling. And I was like, you know what? We had a good brawl. I said, let's go to this. I was like, Terry Funk, Okay. There's some Terry Funk. First thing that popped up was this, and I was like, that's all I Puerto Rico, Terry Funk, Carlson, there's not going to be much wrestling. It's going to be a fight and blood. I was like, that yeah. sounds like a winner. That well, sounds like a winner to me. <laughs> lots of blood, batteries, cups of piss being thrown. A good, yeah. a good Puerto Rican September night. Um, yep. This is on YouTube channel Classics WWC. Uh, the title... Verbatim is WWC colon Carlos Colon versus Terry Funk parentheses 1986. You just said Colon. It reminded me of that episode of SmackDown when Miz and Morrison walked up to the to the Colons and called them they called them the Colons. Remember that? Was it was it Miz and Morrison? I thought that was Edge and yeah. Christian. No, no. Uh, I thought that was Edge because they were. They I were remember they were with, making fun of them, yeah. They were feuding with the colognes. They were sitting, eating. They were sitting down, eating at a table with with the Bellas, and they look up. He's like, "Ladies, and the Collins." <laughs> I, I remember that episode too because I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> they, they ended up doing, um, God, yeah, I'm getting way off track. But they ended <laughs> up doing a uh, a skit where they wore the colons and they had. <laughs> masks that looked like like colons like it was a black mask if i remember right and then it had like a 
Like if you get an anatomy book and somebody like cut the colon out and pasted it <laughs> on this mask. I remember it being real cheesy and dumb, but also funny. Oh, that was o, that was 06, so I'd have been 19 and had that sense of humor. Had? Fair. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm 49 and still got the sense of humor, so. <laughs> yes, I'm old. Um, so uh, I, I, I said, I, I want a good brawl, and I said, this is going to be, it's got to be good. So um, the first this video actually has an interview. Uh, I actually listened to it because I would make sure it was, um, you know, just because I looked at that. I said, okay, is it just an interview? Or they're going, and then it goes into the match right after. So, so I actually listened to the interviews. So, um, however you want to do this, uh, you want to listen to it, or they can listen to it, or they can just listen to it on their gimmick. Um, yeah. So what, what yes. I'm going to do, I'm going to listen to it live because this is going to be my first time hearing it. I'm going to pull the <laughs> audio from this video. Uh, and drop the interview in as we watch. Okay. Um, so you'll be able to hear it too. I'll do my best to bleep it if it's needed. I don't know if it is. Terry Funk would say some crazy stuff. Yeah, I don't know if he says anything really. I mean, he says some stuff, but it's it's. I don't think he. There, I think he's cussing, but there. I mean, he he kind of he don't really go too far. As I mean, you know, I, I think it should be okay. All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll say this. Um, before you hit play, warning, Terry Funk may say some crazy stuff because he does that from time to time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm going to do the three, two, one, play, and we will get ready to watch. And three, two, one, play. Hugo Savinovich has a sweet mullet. Yes. Oh God, Terry's oh, putting, putting his hands on Hugo. I know already. He just started interview. Okay, watch the character back in the back with the white shirt, not the one, not the one, it's one with the mustache right here, t-shirt on. Watch him through this whole video. I'm looking at his hands. There's a reason why there's a uh, uh, military guy in front of him, I think. It's the ones that don't say anything, the ones you got to watch, you know? Yeah. The group of people that I had to wade through for this opportunity, this once in a lifetime chance. Terry's got this turquoise, like, serape on. Where do you find turquoise leather? I know, it's what I thought when I first saw it. I was like, where? I don't know where he got that at. That's, that's odd looking. I have beaten Barry Windham. And now who have I got? I have got Carlito Sure, he had it made Cologne. somewhere. I said it before. He just called him Carlito Cologne. Yeah. Sure did. Giant pig yeah, that guy back there, his eyes, man. This whole time I'm watching, like, this guy's fixing, he's fixing shanking. Did you notice that Terry's wearing a pair of sweatpants? Yeah. This is right before the match. Chew him up and spit him out. Yeah, he went out to the interview and he went back. They cut and they spliced it into the where it goes right into the match. But yeah, dude's ready to cut him. 
especially when he starts talking about Puerto Ricans. And the next, that's right, the next Universal Champion. I will never return to Puerto Rico. He just spit all in Hugo Savannah's Because you people have absolutely not a gut in your body. You're yellow. You're yellow. You're yellow pigs. 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 Yellow pigs. This is awesome. It is, ain't it? I was waiting for stuff to start just flying from the crowd. I know. And Terry comes back for more. He comes back. Please, let me talk to the Puerto Rican people. I want to talk their language. Yes, I know a foreign language. I want to talk to you, Puerto Ricans. Oink, oink. Oink, oink, I'm sure you yellow pigs understand that. And I'm going to show you what a slob. Awesome. A puke face. It's so good. He smacks him again. He's with his leather, leather look, uh, what you call it, thing. I keep waiting for him to come back before I cut. cut I know, the sound. I can't remember. <laughs> All right, we are pause, going straight pause, to the match. Pause and three, two, one. Should be at 4.06. Okay. I thought he was going to get stabbed that whole time from that one dude. Yeah, he was definitely giving him the eye. Man, that was brave. Even though there was a one guy, one military guy there, those there was a lot. There. He was sitting right down there in those people, and to to be calling them names and stuff. Yeah, that was brave, man. Yeah, he called called them pigs multiple times. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, I think this is the first time this time period I ever heard it. He started using that middle Asian crazy line. Yeah. It was around this time. That's the first time I've really heard him start using it. Later on, he started using it a lot, especially on ECW. But in 86, this is probably about the first time I've heard him say it around, you know? Yeah, he was middle-aged for 27 years. <laughs> he had that wrestler's math, man. You know about that wrestler's math. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm a pro wrestling <laughs> six foot tall. But... um. That, that the interview was hilarious. He starts, but at the end, he came, he left and came back. And he came back. He said he took off. What do you, what do you say that thing was called? I believe it's called a serape. He started smacking him with it. <laughs> a, that, 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 that's, that's, soon as I saw it, this is going to be great. All right, we can start this up whenever you're ready. All right, we are at four minutes, six seconds. Going to hit play in three, two, one, play. That funk kind of the ring. He's got his cowboy hat on. He's got that whatever that gimmick he said was again. <laughs> he's got that yeah, on. He's got a whole platoon of military people around. Yeah, him. he. I'm after that interview. I guess he really had to. Okay, this referee from my is it like a pink pinstripe? Like yeah, tiny pinstripe. It, it it reminds me of oh God. I think it would have been the fifties. 
they had girls at hospitals. They weren't nurses, but candy stripers. Boom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What it looks like. Oh, we got an ad. Oh, pass. We're not getting paid for this ad, so skip. All right, right back to it. And Carlos has got his usual orange Tarzan on. Yeah, and he had a, a little simple glittery robe. Yeah, not nothing really flashy. Uh, Terry's got some chaps on. He's got what is it? Stars or horseshoe horseshoes on the sides of his chaps? I couldn't really tell. I don't know because they won't get off Carlos Colon. Is that Bruce Pritchard is the referee? <laughs> God, it looks like him, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, and I think he actually has he has stars and a horseshoe. Okay. He's all cowboyed up, got his um brand and iron and everything. It does look like Bruce Pritchard is the ref. It I, I don't know if Bruce Pritchard went went to uh Puerto Rico in eighty six, but God if he did. Because you know he was refing a lot for um not refing, but announcing. I wonder if he did some refing. Hmm. Uh, they're doing the pan, a pan of the stadium over in San Juan, and it's, you know, it's not, oh. you know, it's not full, full, but it's full. You know, there's a lot of people. It's not sold out. No, but it's got. I mean, but this, think this thing holds like ninety thousand though, or something crazy like that. Well, it's all up. They got. It's. Uh, I cannot. I, I cannot speak uh, Espanol. It's El Estadio Haram Biaton. Baseball stadium <laughs> in San Juan, Puerto Rico. <laughs> Terry, what the crap is <laughs> He just got tied up in his own gimmicks. That's what I thought. <laughs> Terry's so good. They haven't touched. They haven't touched. They've just circled. And Terry's all, already being crazy. He took a bump taking off his chaps, didn't he? <laughs> oh, man. Here's, this is dangerous. They got the uh, elevated ring room. elevated. Yeah, that's what it ended Rick Rude's career. Now look, some of the the seating on the ground it looks like it's about twenty to thirty rows deep, but it's only maybe half half full. But you think about it, so that's still a lot of that's a lot of people there. Yeah, that is definitely not Bruce Pritchard, but man, it looks like it at first. From a distance, it does. Oh, he's already. Adventures <laughs> Terry Funk stuff right here, right into the teeter totter. There he goes. Yeah, Terry's the best at this. Yes. Is he going to take a bump up the platform? No, nah, he's going to go out and shake He's going after the people. He's yeah. in the crowd. God, it's so good. He's already out in the crowd. Well, oh while he's gosh. out in the crowd, so I met Terry Funk when I was training in 2005. I was working security at the fairgrounds. Uh, he was main eventing against Doug Gilbert. Um, I got a, a Funk You shirt that I still have somewhere. Um. So we were doing security. Once security, like once we were able to do the stuff before the show, like we were out all at our meeting points. I didn't know if I could meet my uh, leave my meeting point. So I asked my buddy uh, if he would, you know, I gave him the money. Said, "Will you go get me a shirt? I don't know if I can leave here or not." Um, so he goes over. I get relieved of my post. I'm heading over, and. Uh, Terry's like, oh, that's the fat ass who wouldn't come over and get his own shirt. <laughs> and that's a horrible Terry Funk. I'm sorry. But I go, yes, sir, Terry, I'm doing security. Didn't know if I was supposed to be over here. He goes, well, hell, you want to buy my book? He had just come out with a, 
I forgot what his book was called, but his book at the time. And I said, I actually already have it, have it at home. Well, hell, if you would have bought it, brought it, I would have signed it for free. You know, super nice guy, but uh, he starts calling me a fat ass. But <laughs> he, uh, you know, I'll go, well, Terry, uh, we're supposed to have Jake Snake last month and he didn't show up. So I didn't know if you would. And he goes, check clears, I'm there, kid. <laughs> Later in the night, we're doing security in there all through the crowd. And he starts chucking chairs and I ducked a chair. That was coming right at my head. I could have took a chair shot from Terry Funk, but out of instinct, I ducked it. Oh. And I was so mad at myself. Wow. Well, he's already yeah. throwing a chair in the ring already. Two minutes in, there's a chair. He's going to throw, throw it in the ring. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he took a giant, giant bump off the headbutt from, uh, from Carlos Colon. I guess that was part of Carlos's gimmick too. I haven't watched a lot of Carlos Colon Fair. I, I haven't watched fair. a lot of him either. I haven't watched a lot of his stuff. He sells really well. I'll say that. Terry's getting on him and he's he's selling it like a million bucks. And he just threw him out of the ring. He's he on the it's it's hard to tell if he's if he if when the words are on the uh I guess they're still on the platform. Yeah, yeah, they're still on the platform. Oh, he's oh, over the pile driver on the platform. Yeah, pile driver. Yeah, pile oh, he on hits the it. Floor platform thing. Dang, you know, Cologne's not a big guy. I didn't realize that till you know a couple of years ago. When I started watching watch a few of his matches. He's not that big of a guy. No, no, he's really not. Oh, he's not even six foot. He can't be. Is he already bleeding? I bet he is. <laughs> He's on the floor selling the pile driver. I don't, I don't see any blood. He may not be bleeding yet. Wow. Oh, he just punched me. I'm starting bleeding now. <laughs> that, that was the, one of the best things oh. I read in Foley's book that he talked about. You know, hey, Terry, how do you make your punches look so good? And then he wrestled Terry, and Terry just punched yeah. him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> well, he just took a bump off the apron back to the uh, platform there. God, but Terry's punches do look amazing. Yeah. He's, about, he's getting wobbly. He's going to. He posted him. Here comes your blood. He just posted him. Let's see. I don't think so. Let's see. Well, he's got a lot of scar tissue. He could have hard weighed it. <laughs> The, the, I don't know. You may have picked the only Carlos Cologne match with no blood ever. Nah, has there such a thing? <laughs> he whips him back in the ring. I was trying to see if he's bleeding or not. Is yours um really uh stuttering? Yeah, he's bleeding. Yeah, hey, he's got some blood. Uh, not not extremely bad. No. Mine's doing it really bad. Mine's like clip form. Oh, is it? Uh, we yeah. might have a bad connection. Let's, let me turn my internet off on my other thing. All right. See, right now, while, while you're taking care of that, Terry's digging in eyeballs. <laughs> oh, sleeper hold. I don't know. Oh. I, don't see, I don't see the blood. It might not be any yet. I see, I see that I see. one that one guy selling ice creams or whatever. 
September. Oh yeah, it's September, but it's Puerto Rico, so it's still really warm down there. I don't think he has any juice. If he does, it's a very little of that one eye, but you can't. It might be should be sweat because like I said it's still warm in Puerto Rico in September. <coughs> oh yeah, Terry. Terry looks like he's wearing baby oil. He's so sweaty. Yeah. This is great working of a sleeper hold. He's been on both ends. In, yeah, he's been sneaking in chokes and hair pulls behind the ref's back to keep the advantage. Carlos is selling good, selling it really good. Yeah, no, this is now they're, this is now awesome. they're slowing it down. It was it was a lot of sell, sell. There were a lot of movement. Now he's wearing him down, wearing him down slowly. Yeah, I don't think he's got any. Uh, we got another ad. Skip and it three. Skip. Sorry, folks. That's one thing about YouTube. It's going it, to, anytime we do these YouTube things, it's going to we'll have ads. I think it's just sweat on his forehead where he's, I don't think he's got any juice up there. They're, how did he, uh, how did he get out of that sleeper? He low blow. Okay, I was wondering what he did. I seen him selling it, but I didn't. And they are okay. really liberal with the low blows. Well, they done had fighting out in the thing and chairs on the ring, so I'm sure there's not many rules. He, he hit that turnbuckle after he slammed him to hit it again by himself. I, I think so. I think he did. <laughs> oh, he's doing the all four buckles, head to the turnbuckles. Fuck's he's going nuts, flying around all over the ring. Well, was that a cartwheel? Car that was a cartwheel, yeah. yeah. Or we might get the uh, leapfrog toe touch. Yep. Big headbutt. Bump through the ropes. There it is. That a funk. Oh, he's hung in the rope. He's, he, oh, he's on. He hung, he hung the foot there for a minute and then went all to the floor. People are going crazy. They love to hit Carlos Cologne. And he has uh, such a fiery comeback, too. Yeah. Comeback he showed a lot is of so fight. fiery. Okay. They're in the crowd. We can't see what they're doing. I don't know what. <laughs> you can barely see the top of their heads. They're with the ice cream guy again. <laughs> Funk doing his cell walk. <laughs> is he going to be? I thought, okay, there's an opening. I thought he was going to bump over the rail. But now they're out into the chairs. Somebody just threw their drink on Funk. <laughs> they're their cup of piss. Okay, they're down. I can't see what's going on. They're down on the ground. We're calling the military the guys over. are having to like create a perimeter around Funk. Yeah, because somebody's gonna stack. Gosh, he spared the whole row of chairs and big drills Funk with them. The whole row of chairs, they're uh, all connected. He's, I guess he's got him on top of me. Putting pressure down on him because you can't see Funk. We just know he's under there somewhere. It's like, should they got a camera on the ground for this? <laughs> like the photographer's snazzy hat <laughs> and the snazzy hat with a, with a yellow t-shirt. <laughs> okay, now Funk that, is it after? No, I don't know who that dude is. Funk's just oh, he's. Back on the floor. He just ran to the pole, didn't he, by himself? Oh, yep. here comes the pile driver. 
Cologne's going for the pile driver. Boom, he hits it. No, that's not Bill Hafter in the snazzy hat. <laughs> There's the ice cream guy. He's watching the thing now. He ain't even... Oh, there he is. He's walking around now. Is he going... Boom, post his bump. Nope, he's going to take the bump. Did he take the bump off the thing? I think he did. Take the head first bump off of the, the platform? <laughs> I think he did too, yeah. He was off the platform. Yeah. And he just threw dirt in the air. <laughs> that reminds me of the King of the Hill episode, Pocket Sand. So Carlos picks him up. What's he going to do to him? I guess he's still laying down. I can't. I can't tell. I guess he's still down there selling. This whole time, the candy striper has been trying to like find different ways to avoid a count out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he lays on the floor forever. I think Funks, he's, he's trying to get up. <laughs> uh, I think when they were down earlier, Carlos hit him in the groin again. Okay, I noticed he's selling his nuts instead of his neck on the from the pot So he must have gotten a nut shot. Oh, has he got a gimmick? I think he might. Or he's just Trump's fond, or he's just fondling himself. People were running from the stands to the floor. He's backing off. He must have it. He's going to kablam him. He, oh, Carlos almost hit the ref. Ref keeps telling him to get back. They're still selling his nuts. <laughs> Funk, it's the, his bag-offs are, are just so good. Yeah, you, everything Funk does, you believe. You believe he's crazy. There, oh, yeah. he ducked it. Oh, <laughs> what a great buildup to the babyface still overcoming. Yep, everybody saw the gimmick. Him getting the gimmick. He's softening up that leg. Oh, yep, didn't. Didn't Cologne use the figure four as well? I have no idea. I believe that, so. I there it is. Oh, he's got it. Yep. He hooked the figure four on him. And he, and he hooked it the proper way, the Buddy Rogers way. <laughs> Bunks flare on it, just flopping and flaring, and hands everywhere, arms everywhere. Uh, and there's stuff getting thrown. Uh, Cologne does have color above that one eye. It's real little. Yeah. I, I expected it to be covered, but yeah, it is. I'm wondering yeah. it's so hot if he sweated it off. Funk went for a little like suplex. His leg gave out. Yeah, and he's still selling the. Who the heck? Who's this? 
Kablamo! Somebody just took me the ring and just... Is that Junior? That's Junior! Where'd Junior come from? Junior's come in just kablammed Cologne in the back of the head with a boot. Who's Junior? I don't know. Dorfel Junior. Oh, is that? Okay, never mind. Yeah. Right. He, he looks pretty large. He does always got some weight on him there, don't he? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that is. I said, my, my feet ain't the best. But I'm thinking that's Junior. Uh, it totally, oh, it, it totally, totally looks like him. It was goatee days, Junior. Yeah. So now Terry's just just beating, getting Cologne the headbutts, and he saw. <laughs> and he does the same. Self Look at all the people. That bottom was not full. It's full now. Look at it. Yeah, no, they all ran down when they were fighting out in the crowd. Yeah. Okay, what happened? Is that a small package? And yeah. And that's the finish. That's it. That was all the That was that was hot. It was simple, but it was hot. Wow. He tried, he tried to drunkenly almost give him the body slam and just rolled into a small package. And look at the people. I know. that's they're, Is it raining? No, they're, they're throwing stuff. Okay, because I see. I well, see. Uh, it might be. I don't know how Funkin' Junior's going to get out of there. Oh, it is raining. It's raining fast. Oh, it is pouring now. That's why they took it home so fast. <laughs> It's so porn. Junior's like, I'm getting in the ring before I get killed. He just took a bump. Yeah, he, okay, he's, he's totally safer in the in the ring. Where'd Terry go? Out. Junior gets back out of the ring. He took some bumps. Where'd Terry go? I don't even see Terry. I don't know. Yeah, that's getting crazy down there on the floor. I, I didn't recognize Goatee Junior. Yeah. He looks like he's carrying a little weight on himself, too, there. Somebody's. Yeah, it's starting. It's pouring. Okay, who's this? Some chick just got in the ring. Yeah. And gave him the belt. Okay, I said Dory just dropped down from the platform. I don't know where Terry went. That's it. (laughs) That match was. Did that match seem like it was 15 minutes? No. Because it was it was twenty three something total, and that was with about a five minute interview. Dang, I did not see the semi goes that long, did it? No, that flew by. Gosh. Yeah, because the running time was twenty three something. I didn't get about five for the interview. Dang. Damn, when it's something good, it flies by. <laughs> yeah, no. I, hey, I we got time to watch that Alan West. It's all about using all match now. <laughs> bye bye, everybody. <laughs> oh no, what are you doing that? Huh? Yeah, not not that one. But man, that was really good. That was, that was a, a good really brawl. Good brawl, yeah. That's good brawl. And yeah. I've I've never really watched Puerto Rico matches, so to see like. 
everything they said about the crowd is 100% legit. I haven't watched a lot. Um, I've watched more stuff non-Carlos than I have Carlos. I've only probably watched, that's probably my, maybe my third Carlos match I've ever watched for Puerto Rico. Um, yeah, that was, um, yeah, that, those, I don't, them, as you know, you said it, you know, about five minutes before I really know, you know, I lost anything. Yeah, they were, it started because that, those doors were like about 30 rows of chairs and they were only like maybe half full. So that ground was empty out, you know, beside, you know, halfway from them rows back. Like there was great, you know, the floor, the grass was empty. Like you said, they started coming in. It was full. It got full there. At the, it was completely full at the end. So I don't, I bet that was scary. I wonder if that's what they, I don't, well, not because he's part of the finish, but um, Junior coming out there, but man. Is a little extra help to get Terry to the back? Yeah, but he was part of, I'd say, yeah, but then I saw, you know, he was part of the finish where, you know, Johnson with the boot and everything. So he was kind of in the finish. So I'm, Maybe they sent him early because they seen the people coming. Yeah. And the rain, Maybe. too. And the rain, too, yeah. Because that was, that was coming a torrential downpour. Yeah, that just a downpour came down. So, yeah, it was um, – so, Cologne, did we ever say – at, at times, like he had, like, a little bit over that one eye, just barely. I'm wondering, maybe – it wasn't the usual Yeah, it, it, it was not the us, usual color. Um, but now knowing that it was raining, I, I think he may have been. And the reason we well, it was so see, hot in his sweat, and might have just well a little bit. He might have got maybe because you know it, that's the finals of that tournament. You know he got color two nights before. So yeah. Might just but might just bust it back open and just had a little bit, and then they sweating it. You know. But it wasn't the normal bloodbath that he's known for. And no. Terry, never, Terry didn't get no color. Um, uh-uh. Didn't need it. Didn't need it. Uh, as you know, you saw a lot of vintage funk stuff, um, selling stuff in that. Um, he's brave, man. He he took that bump over the rail and got out into the crowd. You know, <clears throat> then when they got back out with Carlos – you know, it, it's you can when you're with somebody that can help, they can protect you a little bit. You know, I'm the crowd with Carlson was up there when he did the chairs on top of me. But that first time he's out there by himself. So, I mean, that, in Puerto Rico, that was, you know, I'm sure a lot of those people were scared of him because he's crazy. There's always that one person, you know, you gotta watch for. So, yeah, and well, yeah. I think I think Funk already dealt with him during that interview because that guy yeah. has some crazy eyes. Yeah, that guy, that's why I think that military guy stood there that whole time. It, I was just ready for him to pull out a knife and, and stab him. But, um, yeah, that was a good, that was a good little brawl. He says, uh, the platform, like I said, yeah, that could have been dangerous. Um, I wish I could have seen the full bump he took off from it. Uh, that's the only thing about that. They're, they're, they, um, they had a big. They had that outdoor show that they and they taped it. And the camera work sucked, really. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, with the the raised ring and everything, like it, it would be hard to get that shot anyway. You know, with the people standing, and you know they're going to stand. 
Yeah, but have some out on the ground. At least have, you know, a couple cameras on the ground. I guess they didn't yeah. want to spend the money. Carlos didn't want to spend the money for an extra camera, extra camera <laughs> crew, I guess. <laughs> Th- think about that, though. They're drawing crazy crowds like that on an island that is legitimately like 20 miles from in- end to end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, um, yeah, it's, uh, I've been to Puerto Rico and, um, I've been to San Juan. Yeah. It's, um, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of people on that island too. Yeah. Um, and for them to be a full-time territory all those years, it was, it was crazy. Um, I guess, you know, um, when you think about it, though, I mean, you don't have a winner uh, technically, you know. Um, so, you know, you got baseball is the top thing there. So wrestling, so I guess when baseball season is not going on, I guess wrestling is really, really was really popular. And um, just a lot of people went to Puerto Rico because you made money there, you know. Yeah. So, you made until, money and you lived on the beach. And I mean, what was it two hour flight? Hour flight out of Miami. Yeah. So I mean, it, it wasn't like he was going like Japan. You know, you, you know, it's long. That's you know they said the brutal part going to Japan was the you know 16, travel 16, 18 hours, and that's if it's a direct flight, and then you're on a yeah. bus after that. Yeah, just getting there was you know, and coming back. So Puerto Rico, a lot of guys like because they make good money. You know, and they go and, you know, <clears throat> and uh, do a couple weeks and come, you know, and come back, you know. So, so you got, you know, Brody, Hanson, Abdullah, you know, they, they work there a lot. And um, <clears throat> so that's, you know, so you still had two years before, you know, the murder happened and basically killed the business down there. Um, so yeah, and they these anniversary shows were their big, you know, their big their big things. So, uh, yeah, it, Puerto Rico was a was a I, um, I check who it was. Um, this guy had a lot of like 89, 88, 89, 90 Puerto Rico on YouTube. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's got a lot of it. So I saw watch some Billy Travis stuff on there, um, but um, yeah, Puerto Rico. I, I think I need to start watching more of it because um, there's a lot of. I did see one. I don't know if it was that that anniversary or the anniversary. It might have been the '88 one. I actually watched some of it. Um, it had uh, uh, Zeus. Oh God, and Abdullah uh, was it him and Abdullah? I think I, I maybe. Think if, if it's oh, I'm so bad. I'm thinking of and, yeah. and, and, oh, so bad. Oh, so bad. And uh, <clears throat> and I think I had RoboCop there too. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it was like it was just the weirdest combo, and it's like. So it might have not have, might have been later. It might have been eighty nine. I can't remember, but yeah, I think it was Ab, Abdul against Zeus, and it was just like, 
Oh, it was so bad. And like the only thing Zeus does is Mongolian chops, and it's terrible. Yeah. And, uh, but a lot of of the um, early 80s stuff is really good. They say Chicky Star was just awesome. I, from everything I've read, he was, they said he was really good. Um, He was there for, he seemed like he would, he worked forever there. I'm trying to think if there's any Americans. I think that though I think Abdullah Hanson and, and the Funk probably worked there the most, I think, probably. I think maybe top guys. I mean Dutch, but Dutch, you know, was more in the office, but he still worked over there. I'm talking about like early mid eighties was. Oh gotcha. I, I, I guess. I'm not again, I'm so not familiar with Puerto Rico. I don't know. Yeah. Who had runs watch. there? Yeah, I need to watch some more of that. Was I, didn't that do like on like some of the office there toward the end? Like actually, uh, right when that happened, I think they said he owned some of the he had he owned some of the office when that stabbing happened. But I'm trying to think who else. Sheep herds were down there a lot. Yeah. Imagine that, blood and guts. Because was... actually, I think I saw a match. She purged against the Fabs from there. Um, yeah, I'm going to watch a little more Puerto Rico. They, they say it's, there's a lot of good stuff. They, you know, 80s wise. Like I said, I did watch some. I can't remember if it was 89 or 90, maybe 91. The Billy Travis stuff down there was really good. They hated him. Oh, they hated him. <laughs> well, this was, I, I'm assuming this was after his Memphis run at, when he came back as a heel or no? It was right when he turned heel. Yeah, I think he was in between when he let, going from, he's doing the Memphis and Texas in between. I think it was in between that. Between one of them is before I think it was before he turned heel in Memphis, but he didn't turn heel in Texas, USWA. Right. I don't think he had turned heel in Memphis yet. And I think it was in between that time period. He had a he had a little run down there. He was a heel and did a program with the announcer guy, Hugo, whatever. The <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thank you. So um this is vintage funk. I mean, I mean yeah, it was 100 the Terry Funk show. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a brawl. It wasn't as wild as I thought it was going to be with chairs and all that. Um, I think it's the reason why. I mean, the only thing we really saw was chair through Funk through that one chair in the ring, and then uh, Cologne picked up the, that big row of chairs and, and put them put them on top of him was pressing down. They didn't need a lot of stuff. The crowd was hot. They were white, the, the crowd was hot. They were working against the elements. And, I mean, frankly, Funk probably wanted to survive. Yeah. So they didn't need to do a lot. Of, they didn't need to do a lot of stuff. The crowd was eating it. Well, no matter what they did, they were, excuse me, they were eating it up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those nowadays – you would see them go out there and they would have grabbed the, the ice cream 
thing away from the guy and used it on each other. These I've guys, done that anyway. Nowadays, I mean, that's what happened. What happened now? But but then they did the least they did the least they could and kept on, to keep the people in it. Because I mean, not keep it, but they knew they didn't have to go out there and do a lot of stuff because the people were going to eat was eating it up. Um, you know. I just was disappointed we didn't get the the toe touch gimmick. That yeah, but we got two does. cartwheels. Yeah, we got yeah, but I was like, because yeah, I was waiting for that toe touch gimmick. But he's really small. I, like I said it. Well, how, how tall is Terry Funk? Legit. Oh God, I I don't know. Um, Six one maybe. He's not really tall. When when I met him, I would probably have said about 6'1". Um, so he he was probably you know six two six two and a half in his heyday because I'm sure if anybody's lost size from taking bumps it was Terry Funk. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. His 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 vertebrae have to be powder. Yeah, see, I mean, you think about so I say he's six one. Carlos looked really short. Yeah. I'm thinking Carlos is probably five ten at the most. It, it's possible, and he's very lean. Yeah, he 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 got is it you know in the nineties he put on some more weight in the stomach wise, but he's never been a he he um he's never been muscular, but he's never been uh small. He's just been kind of in shape. I guess what I'm the kind of yeah. what I'm looking for, yeah. you know. Um. Kind of that 70s in shape wrestler look. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I, I was shocked that he was how short he really was. You know? But man, he Shocking. was over. Oh, yes. And man, he showed fire. Yeah, definitely. He was known for his, his comebacks. Um, they said to him, some of him and Flair's matches were really good. They said that's right there on video uh, when Flair would. Um, so I yeah I need to look more Puerto Rico because I haven't. I mean, the thing is I've had Puerto Rico through the years and I've never watched it. I I kick myself all the stuff I've had through the years that I've gotten through trades and bulk buy sales. I never even watched it, you know. I was like, man, the stuff that I've I've had and got rid of or what you know through the years it's just been a lot of oh. Oh, you hadn't watched AEW, have you? No, sir. And now is where we transition to current stuff. Oh, no. I'm just going to something real fast. Uh, last night, t- have you seen any pictures? Yes. Tully Blanchard so totally looks like a million bucks. Dude, did that have Bobby Heenan written all over it, that top? Uh, yes, bag? every bit of it. No, about as soon as he saw, saw it, I was like, that's de- that's the Bobby Heenan shirt with the with the. I was like, oh, that's Bobby Heenan. I was like, I loved it. And, oh, and it looks. How great old is he? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I, I was going to say while I look up Tully's age, he uh, he he looked great. Um, I I think Ace's boots made his boots because right after that match, they put out. You know the those the picture of those boots and like said best you know best in Texas blah blah blah. Um, Tully's sixty seven years old. 
Man, he looked good. Uh, I, I love the wink and a nod dive spot. That was tremendous. Seeing a slingshot suplex in 2021 made my heart happy. Yeah. It was, uh, it was super good. But then coming out with the, what was it, the old U.S. T- or the old national title. Uh, he didn't the, even show it. He, he, was wearing, he was wearing the national. To the ring. And to the ring. Did, was, did J.J. hold the TV? Because I had the TV as well. And then they had the world, or the NWA World Tags that uh, FTR was wearing. And you know See, how they, they show probably... the ring. Oh, they, they didn't show come... No, that's what made me mad. They were already in the ring and then took off everything by the time um, they they come back to commercial. Let's show Jurassic Express come. Gotcha. The they were gotcha. in the ring to take everything off. And I didn't know JJ was there to have the match already started. I said, dang, there's JJ. I'm like, they did a piss poor job of that. Whoever was. Whoever they they was may there. have done that to keep like that TV title. I don't know if there's anything that would stop them from showing that design, you know, with the NWA TV title currently being a thing. Um, so I don't know if th- there's copyright in it showing any of those. I doubt it. It's on Vince. It's on Vince's TV. That's on true. his um, his uh, twenty is what is it the network? That's true. So. Um, yeah. So I, I I don't know why they did that, um, but you know that had to make FTR's day, right? They're going out with their idol, who's going to wrestle, and they're wearing the belts that their idols wore. Yeah, I hope that's. No, uh, so, somebody put and this. I, I thought this was a little more insulting. Uh, hopefully, than they than they meant it. But they put just they like put, that. FTR are getting make a wish kid treatments. You know, meaning they're getting to live out their dream. And like I said, I thought that tweet was was kind of in, more insulting. But they all. I, I see what he's saying as far as like, what could get better. Right, if, as growing, if you're a fan of Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson, to be able to come out with Tully with all the only wow. the only other thing would be Arn come out with you. He came out game the wink and nod at the end. Yeah, it was gave uh, him the, the gave him the four gimmick. Yeah, gave him the old four gimmick. Um, I don't personally like that. You know, what there's only one horseman. Sorry, but no. so as long as they don't go with trying to be called the horseman. Yeah. Um. But I, hey, it's none of my business. They're they're a big company, and you know if they do it, they do it. But it was it was dope, and yes, the outfit was tremendous. I was wondering because Tully's still in shape, so I was like, is Tully going to try to rock trunks? You know, but all their so did they all get the same boots? All their boots matched. Yeah, yeah, they all got matching boots. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, FTR kind of. When I when I say when this, I, it's, it's, the, it's the only way I can describe it. They dumbed down their tights, and they wore like really old school looking tights. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the jumpsuits? See, I didn't see the jumpsuits. But uh, you you watch AEW pretty regular. Uh, that FTR has been been wearing to the ring. They've been wearing like track suits. I didn't even noticed. Yeah, man, it, it it reminds me a whole whole bunch of uh, oh, who did it? Bachwinkle and uh, Stevens. 
you know, mostly they just wear the jackets, but remember sometimes they'd wear the full yeah. full jumpsuit yeah. and like take off the pants yeah. and everything. That's what they've been doing. Okay. Wow. I even noticed that. <laughs> and, and I and I love it. I, I like the the back of their jacket, I think says world's greatest tag team or something like that. Like and it's real old school block letters, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's huh. it's awesome. Yeah, I absolutely oh, love we it. got to see uh the uh JJ feet in the shoe. Oh yeah, that. they did that. Yeah, all the old stuff. So that's good. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just that. Um, yeah, they didn't show them come to the ring. I was like, well, that, they started talking about it, and I was like, well, we didn't see them come to the ring. Like somebody wearing the belt, and I was like, well, we didn't see him wearing the belt now. But yeah, it totally looked good, man. To be that age, nah, he looked good. He looked like he was moving good. Yeah, I, I loved the outfit. Like, oh, yeah. I, I absolutely loved it, and and it was great because he, you know, even though you know he was still he was, he was a wrestler, he's still like I'm dressing like a manager. You know what I mean? It was, it was awesome. And at the end That's of the day, good. like it, even though we would have let him get away with it, if he would have went out there rocking trunks, like he didn't want to do that. No, you know, even though I'm again, I'm sure he's still in really good shape. Yeah, but still. But he's in 67-year-old man shape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And totally didn't put that out there. No, no. No. What was it? Uh, Tully Blanchard Enterprises? Enterprises? What yeah. was it? Yeah, Tully Blanchard Enterprises. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So this whole, yeah. Um, did uh, Did this have commentary on it? Not that I heard, no. It may have, but I was listening to it on silent after the interview, so. I probably didn't. If it did, it was probably in Spanish. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't wouldn't help us at all. Yeah. Yeah. That was, like I said, I can't believe how fast that went. That was a good, good brawl. I said they did enough to... um, you know, not a lot of gimmicks was involved. Crowd was hot, so they didn't have to do a lot. Funk made got it got in all his little 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 funk spots, you know, pretty much. Um, yeah, we got the up and over in the corner. We we got the the pendulum, you know, the what you call it, the, you uh, call the, see, the seesaw teeter totter gimmick. Yeah. We got him walking around drunk. Yeah, all, all the best funk stuff, and uh, giving him headbutts and <laughs> doing his yeah. Funk's one of those guys who just got better with age and kept reinventing himself. They had to, because watching yeah. '86 funk, you know, versus '76 funk when he was more of a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's we had two eight, wildly eight, 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 different eight, things. Yeah, he. You know, it seemed like, I mean, I hadn't seen a lot of his early 80s Florida stuff, but from what little bit I've seen, it's, 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 does it seem like maybe when he come, was it 81 when they come to Memphis? It seems like it's when it all started, you know, or more of it, you know? I, I can see that. Yeah. Because like um, I've and, seen a little bit of his early 80s Florida it don't sound like he was doing it as much as he did when he came to Memphis. And so after that, after that it was on. Yeah, yeah that, well, and he did a lot of time in, in Japan. And some of his highest rated, whatever that means, 
um, Japanese matches were brawls with Hanson and Brody. Wow. You know what I mean? So if I can do that, I'd rather do that than have to wrestle. Yeah. And well, no, I've seen, I've seen uh, some Funk's brawls in all Japan were amazing. Well, I've seen some, I hadn't watched them. I need to watch them. Uh, like 78. There was, uh, it was, uh, I need to watch and see how, how crazy it got for 78. Uh, it was actually uh, Terry and Dory against uh, Abdullah and the Sheik in Japan. And I want to say Terry gigged his arm from the, the picture I've seen of it. Uh, I need to watch it. Uh, it's out there. And just to see how crazy they, you know, how it got. I'm trying to get too, you know, as crazy as it later on did. But, um, but yeah, he he actually, uh, he, he really, um, if you watch it, somebody like after that Memphis thing is when he really, Turned it on, crazy, doing the crazy after that. Is he? Because like I said, I don't, he might did a little bit of Florida. I've seen he did a little bit. I mean, I had seen a lot of his Florida stuff from early eighties. So I don't know how much he might have did, but from what I've seen, he didn't do it a lot. He did have that one interview where he poured. He's in the shower and pours the motor oil over him. Oh yeah, that's tremendous. That's yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but it seemed like that time period, and I said. I don't know if it's because he came to Memphis and it kicked it in gear and, you know, and that, you know, he was already starting to do a little bit and that it just seemed like after that Memphis run where, you know, it just went, you know, that's where it seemed like it just really started and, um, and that took off. Um, it's, um, he really, yeah. And it seemed like he talked, he, he, I don't know if he, it seemed like, and then we went to New York, he kind of had to tone it down, you know? I don't know. Some of that early 80s New York stuff, he was wild. Not letting like. When, when he pulled the, I mean, yeah, there's limitations, but when he pulled the ring attendant in and beat the crap out of him and stuff like that. For putting the for putting the cowboy hat on? Yeah. Was it Mel Phillips? I, think his I name? believe so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they put his, the black. Yes, yeah, so they try to get a little racial. Remember, they try to get a, some racial heat. Yeah, they, they're oh, feeding him it, and Junkyard Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't nothing like his Memphis stuff. <laughs> no. But for no, New York, but, I guess. Yeah, I, I for WWF, that, that was wild. Yeah, that was for that time, for that time period. Yeah, definitely. And, um, and then. Went to WCW or NWA, did the stuff with Flair, and um, then went to ECW, and it was just crazy. And I guess, but, uh, I guess those so. IWA and FMW stops in between, and all the uh, wing and all that stuff, whatever it was. Not yeah. wing. Did he go to wing, or was it just FMW and IWA? He might not have did wing. I don't remember was. FMW and IWA Japan. He might not have did Wing. Because I don't think Wing. Yeah, I don't think he did Wing. I think it was just FMW and IWA. Yeah, it was. You're right? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, now he's giving me, he's egging me or something there. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was really fast night. I'm just. 
I like it. It's good. We'll watch some more Puerto Rico after this. Yeah, it was um, definitely a good digestible watch. For a brawl, it was good. It didn't get just sometimes brawls just drag they drag. They'll drag down. So a lot of them don't last long. Yeah. You know. Um but well, and, and they shouldn't. If you see a brawl that lasts, you know, a, a real life brawl is going to last five minutes tops. Yeah. You know, so you can only suspend disbelief so much. I think that's why, like, you, you watch, you know, like, you know, the OECW. You know, you'd have so much, you know, stuff added, run-ins, and this and that, because if it was just straight brawling, it'd get, you know, it'd get old after a while. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I guess why probably had so many run-ins and so much, you know, schmazes at the end and everything to keep you know to have a what should have been a five-minute match turn into a fifteen to twenty-minute total. You know. So I think he was good at doing that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Memphis would have some long brawls, uh, like. um, the fabs and the moon dogs, fabs and sheep herd, but it's people know what they're doing. Yeah, they can. Oh, they know how to pace. They know how to pace it out. They were, you know, they, they knew how to do it like that. Uh, nowadays, you can't. Guys can't have brawls. You know, long at all. You know, even the ones they show, like a uh, what was that Orton and um, Edge that went forever at last yeah. WrestleMania. That went way too long. I mean. Yeah, that was the chief complaint a lot of people had on that match was how just how long it went. It went. I mean, you can only hit somebody with so much stuff. You know, it. Gosh, it was, that was, you know. But then again, you, you know, it, like I said, I don't, I don't think anybody. I don't think the Fab Sheepers or Fabs Windows could have strung a match out that a brawl that long either. That was what like forty minutes or something, forty five minutes. Was, yeah, it was very very long. Yeah, but I mean, oh, those fabs and sheep herds, fab movement, I mean, they do a good 20 minutes, you know. But they, like I said, they knew how to, they knew how to do it, you know. And, and they knew how to do a brawl and how to keep the people into it and everything. Is that's that's the lost art of a brawling, you know? Yeah. Now, nowadays, a brawl has to have so many gimmicks and it's not really a brawl anymore, you know. Yeah, it becomes a hardcore a, match or something like that. A, a street, and then they say we're having a street fight. It turns into a hardcore match. Street fight is supposed to come as you are. Maybe you use some nucks. You might get one chair shot, maybe. But now they're a street fight, and it's it's a hardcore match. It's like it's supposed to be separate, you know. And um, the old tuxedo match. I used to love those. They'll tuxedo, they rip the tuxedos off and everything. You, you ever seen any of those old matches? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, I, I haven't seen – I've only seen a couple with actual wrestlers. I've seen a lot of manager Managers do them. Yeah, a lot of managers do them. Didn't you do a, you to, uh, so a match, though? Because remember we went – I took you that um, – Yeah, we, we called it a sharp-dressed man match, but yeah. I took you to that uh, uh, thrift store for, in uh, uh, White House, Tennessee, and you got that suit that time. Yep, that bright oh, blue gosh, suit. Oh gosh, that was a long time. It was, that was a long time. It was <laughs> that was so long. What was that? Uh, the Hope Center. Yeah, the Hope Center up in White House, Tennessee. We took it and got you I a think suit. I think it cost six match. bucks. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, J.J. Dillon did a lot of those tuxedo matches. I think he's like the king of them there from in the early 80s. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that. That was really good. Breath of fresh. Not as good as yours last week, but that's good. <laughs> nah, it was totally different, though, man. It, it, yeah, it was a draw. It's a different energy. I try to I try to find something different, you know. And um, we hadn't had a really a brawl. I mean, we had the the white boy Pritchard thing. That was just a brawl. But I was wanting something a little a brawl that didn't really have no, you know, didn't have a lot of stuff. But a backstory you know, to build up. Yeah, yeah, and, and well. The um, like the sheep herders, Piper and Martell, that was a mixture of brawl and wrestling. That was good, you know. Yeah, I like you know, we had a mixture in that one. Uh, but just a straight out brawl. This is the first one we really had. It was, it was good. So, I'm sure you're going to knock it out. You going? You want to do a surprise? You want to knock it there? Going and tell me, tell me what it is. Well, I I called my shot last week, and and said what I was going what I was going to do. I said that since we had watched Young Jumbo. Oh, the old one. Yeah. Um, but I, I picked probably the their best match, according to a lot of people. Um, the match I have for next week is from All Japan Pro Wrestling, June 8th, 1990. Mitsuharu Misawa, who is the upcoming ace in All Japan Pro Wrestling, versus the current ace of all Japan pro wrestling and has been the ace for probably a decade or more, Jumbo Saruta. What what year that was? Uh June eighth, nineteen ninety. Oh yeah, yeah. When did he take off the tiger mask uh mask? Uh da, 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 da. so I'm I, I know it was in the build up for this. The way the way they did build up in Japan though could it yeah. could be a year? You didn't know. Yeah, say it could. Yeah, it can be. Say it's going to be about. I was going to say eighty nine. I think eighty nine ninety. Is that time period there? I think it's when it when it took the foot off. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. I'm trying to get the exact date of when he took that off, but it was a. Uh... This probably within a year of that, probably. Year or two, two at the most. Yeah, it's definitely two at the most. God, I'm trying to get that information. I didn't think it would. Uh, it would take usually, that long. Yeah, usually it just pop right up. <laughs> now if we went on the air, it would. But not, um, yeah, ninety. That that was. Yeah, he that, that couldn't have been much after he took the hood off. It's Tiger Mask number two. And a lot of people would say the best Tiger Mask. I know that's mixed because Sayama was amazing. But it, well, the thing, though, he was kind so, of Tiger Mask almost. Yeah, and, and you got to think about though he The first one was so ahead of his time. You know, he, those matches with him and uh, Dynamite, you know. We're yeah. so ahead of their time, you know. We're just, it's crazy, you know. Did you ever read Dynamite's book? I never did. Did you? Where he, he was talking about he, 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 you know, he was bitter because, you know, he's in, you know, he was crippled 
and Tiger Mask wasn't, you know. And uh, but what, like, what caused that? You know, I, I think there's an inability to look at decisions. Oh, he made. well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I mean, you got, but he he was bitter for it. He he was just a bitter human being. He was I mean, bitter when he was. I mean, he was just mean. Uh, some of the ribs he pulled on people, and it was just, and it wasn't even ribs of people in the wrestling business. Uh, he put about this one rib he put on this old lady that he rented a house from, and and, and when he's up in uh, Calgary, they're just like, dude, you're just a mean human being, you know? Yeah. Oh, and there's also the you know the cheap shot at one of the uh, one of the Quebecers. You know, oh. yeah, just the stories Which you one hear. Was it? Uh, Which one was it? Was it PCO? No, no, no. This was back. No, this it was, is when it was Raymond, uh, Jacques, and Raymond, the brothers. I think it was Raymond. It might have been. Yeah, PCO was. He got his receipt back. for that one, though. Oh, I'm talking about where he got his back went out on him. No, he got his receipt for it by uh, the Rougeau paid him back and sucker punched him when he had two can two yeah, uh, a handful of coffee. Didn't it and, break his jaw or something? Yeah. Didn't he want some nuts or something? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, he, he got his receipt on that one. But yeah, I've just amazing wrestler, but like I've never heard good stories about him. No. Like nobody was ever like he was a good guy. Yeah, no, I've never heard nothing. I don't know if it would, I mean, but, you know, it's like, you think maybe it's the way, you know, but I don't know, because they say Davy Boy was different, you know? They said he was, like, everybody liked Davy Boy, but they didn't like Dynamite, you know? Yeah. So it's just, it's just a a miserable human being, you know? I hate talking bad about the dead, but that's for everything, you know, I hate to really go by, so if you read, because they, you know, personally don't know. So, but usually when they're all bad, it's usually it's pretty close. It's going to be a lot of the truth to do if it's all, you know. If there's yeah. not some good out there, most of the bad means it's bad, <laughs> you know. So I mean, but a talent. Oh gosh, what a talent! Yeah, you and uh, Mitch Harmasawa unmasked on May fourteenth, nineteen ninety. So yeah, just mere months before this. Oh gosh! Wow. Dang. Yeah, I, I, I had a, you know, I've seen a lot, not a lot, but the, what I have seen was like from almost like 92 to 96 ish, all Japan. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he had, had gotten more elevated by then. Oh, yeah. So, so this, a, a lot of people say because he unmasked after uh, he unmasked, they win the match, and then he immediately challenges Jumbo Saruta to a singles. So this is the build and the run of making Mitsuharu Masawa the new ace of the company. Okay. Right. It's time for uh, Saruta to kind of pay back, you know, what everybody did for him on the way up. Yeah. Yeah. So back, face when I the little bit of stuff I've watched, I said it's um, yeah, Jumbo was pretty much, you know. You know, he was still the he was, you know, the other guys were the 
basically they're getting to be the main guys. Uh, yeah, th- this is where uh, they come in and they build up like the golden pillars. Yeah, you know what I mean? um, which is a Kawada Kabashi, uh, Mitsuharu Misawa, and Akira Tawe. That guy, the last one, how you pronounce his name? Akira Tawe. That's the one that looks like Mini Baba, right? Kind of, yeah. And the fact that he has no body to speak of and wears the tall yes. red trunks, does the kneeling choke slam for a finish, yeah. I think he was really underrated. He was. He was absolutely underrated. He was, because you look at him, he had no body. And what, uh, the stuff, like I said, the, the time, I didn't say a lot, but at that time period, um, the stuff I saw, he teamed with um, Kawada a lot. He, he teamed uh, with Kawada when they were younger, and he actually turns on the, uh, God, were they called the New Generation Army? Super Generation Army. That's what, like, the Kawada Kabashi, you know, the, all the all the young pillars, that's what their group yeah. is called. He actually turns on them, and he goes with the old dog um, and tags with Jumbo. And there's a great, really? there's a great six man that's on, probably on a future list um, from this time period. And it's amazing. Also, I saw a match. Uh, uh, I'm, it was from a DVD on the DVDs years ago. Um, Sawa Invader. Man. Oh my gosh. It's brutal. Oh, I'm sure. Vader, I'm sure. Man. Vader was powerbombing us all on his head and stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I believe there's a German right on top of Misawa's head. Yeah. Which, in, in fairness, Misawa took a lot of head bumps willingly. Yeah, but still, man, it was just to watch. It was brutal. I remember watching it and I was like, oh my gosh, it's it just cringing, man. That just, yeah. Yeah, you, know, you wonder, did it, you know, did that have a lot to do with his health at the end, you know? I'm sure it did because what what killed him was not a big, dangerous, crazy backdrop. It was a belly-to-back suplex, a regular standard belly-to-back suplex, and it just neck broke. And they said it was so damaged. Yeah. But, I mean, think about that. All the head drops he's taken in a just regular belly-to-back suplex. Yeah. And the whiplash from the normal everyday bump. Your body can only take so much. Yeah, and 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 uh, Jumbo, I'm sorry, uh, Mitsuharu Masawa, he pushed his to the max. But he put. I always feel like uh, with Masawa, and we're getting really deep into Masawa on an episode that wasn't him. But we, uh, I feel feel like he pushed himself a lot because, okay, so it was his responsibility to be the face of all Japan, and then when that split happened. He opened Noah. Yeah. And not only did he have to be in charge of the business side of Noah, like he got to actually have kind of the Baba treatment. He had to be the top guy as well as yeah. control the business side. Yeah. And that's a lot of pressure for one person. And like he's older oh, now, but he's still trying to go. He's still going out there and having the matches he was having in 92. Yeah. You know, when he was much younger and in much better shape. Yeah. And you really, I feel like you saw Misawa age a lot right before your eyes. 
during those times because he wasn't yeah. in shape anymore or didn't look it. He worked fine. Yeah. Wow. You know, but it just like he started getting that pot belly about him. But I mean, as we'll see next week, same with Jumbo Saruta, though. We saw that, yeah. that, that thin in shape Jumbo, and this Jumbo's got a beer gut and a double chin. Yeah. Yep. But oh, God, is he a man. He 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 passed like was like like forty eight or something. He was really young when he passed, wasn't he? Jumbo, very, very yeah, Jumbo. I believe he was in his forties. Um, if I remember, somebody's right, liver, wasn't it? I I, I I remember as a liver issue. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it, that actually comes in, and I'll I'll go in more detail next week, but. If I remember right, he didn't, he was never able to really finish this, uh, this angle like he was supposed to because his health got so bad because he, okay. you know, he would start going in the, I, I always call him the, the, like, the older guy six mans that they do in Japan. I love those, man. Them old ones, those old guys gonna just, just start chopping each other and they don't do much. It just it's so funny. I love them when they did the six match with the old timers in there, the older guys. I just love those man. Yeah, so he, he officially uh retired in ninety-nine. But like his health started going down and he just couldn't compete. Like after ninety-two was when he started going in those six mans yeah. and just wrestle sporadically. Um, and he would tag. He would tag with Baba and Rusher Kimura. Kimura, yeah. You know, I mean, just <laughs> older guys who, who couldn't. You know, and I don't mean this as a slight, but couldn't couldn't go. No, not anymore. anymore. No. You know, they, they, but they were they were just there for the um, to pop the crowd for um, you know what's the what's the word I'm looking for? The crowd still popped for them. Uh, just to, for them to be out there to see them, you know? Yeah, well, it's, it's the whole legacy thing, right? Legacy thing, yeah. There you go. Yeah, That's you know, yeah. The, and, and New Japan does the same thing now. You know, yeah. they, they do the exact same thing. Like, uh, you know, uh, oh, gosh, why, why are names escaping me? Uh, Tenzon, you know, uh, Kojima, um God, there's some other guys too, but like, well, even Liger was doing them. You know what I mean? Liger, like, yeah. he'd have his single matches here and there, but usually he was in six mans at the beginning of the shows, and you know they're beating up young boys, yeah. or they're or they're wrestling other older guys. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, that was usually what happened. I know um, there was. An, I remember during that '92s uh, to '96s um, time period. There was another guy I saw a while on the on the on the tapes and stuff. He wore the long white tights and had like the rising sun trunks. He's a young guy, Kikuchi. He was all over those things. There, there's another tag. There's uh, I I don't know what actually what what happened to him as far as that goes. There's another tag match on my list. Um, that's Kikuchi and Kabashi taking on Furnace and Crawford. And it's amazing. I bet. But that guy, Kikuchi guy, I remember he was all over those. Uh, all those uh, he is those awesome. Tables. And he'll, he would attack you with a calf kick. You know, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of guys will throw that calf kick and it's just, you know, 
It's all yeah. fluid and everything, and he'd attack you with it. And I loved mm. it. Um, but the match I'm talking about is in his hometown, if I believe, if I remember right, they win the all age tag team titles, and that place goes nuts. So, what time period did, did uh, Akiyama come in? Akiyama, maybe from, mid from my from my memory was mid nineties. I, I know he's behind Masawa, um, but a lot a lot of people consider him almost like a fifth pillar. Um, and hmm. he, hey, he's actually the current president of All Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh no, he's not not anymore. He was. He was. Um, yeah, he he was. Uh, let's see, he debuted in '92. I knew it was somewhere, you know, toward the, you know, around that. He wasn't in that group, but he was. He, you know, was young, a little younger. So. so okay. Yeah, I don't. I, I've watched in Japan, but I don't really. I've never really kept up with it. You know, I just remember seeing stuff from that time period. It was, um, you know, but yeah, I like the most six men. <laughs> the, the old guys coming, they just <laughs> or they put them. Oh, you know, I got the young boys, and they, they just no sell them, and just start chopping them. <laughs> yeah, and the young boys only have limited moves they're allowed to do, so it's like, yeah, you know, drop kick Boston Crab. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, they're not allowed to do much. It's funny though. <laughs> I love it. But the, the but the crowd loves the the the, 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 the older guys. Know. Yeah, they, they go out there. They do their greatest hits. They're still getting the check. I I, I think that's a, a long way of what of where Japanese wrestling's ahead of American wrestling. Whereas in American wrestling, you get to a certain point where you can't perform at main event caliber, you're probably gone. Yeah. But in Japan. Or we'll bump you down. Or we'll bump tag team. Go out there and hit your your greatest hits. Entertain the people. We're gonna keep you on, and they keep them yeah. working as long as they want to work. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it, it's until they can't even deliver at that level, and then hey, you got to go. But yeah. you know, right now, guys like Tenzon and whatever are making a living by yeah. you know helping out the young guys and. Just being respected members of the locker room and they're being honored for the time they put in being the top guys. Yeah. You know, pe people forget who are just coming into New Japan since the New Japan craze, like how integral, you know, Tenzan, um, you know, and Kojima and guys like that were. You know, those were the top guys. And they're just on the latter half of their career. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they nowadays it's yeah. Yeah, they don't well that's the thing that you know, you look at uh Vince does to an extent, but Vince Sr., you know, his my that was his thing. He, his big thing was he kept you around as long as he could, and then when he couldn't put you in the ring, you got a job backstage. Mm -hmm. You know. You know, like he kept around, you know, guys like uh uh, Baron Scaluna as long as he could, you know, and Scola and just a lot of those guys. And then, you know, and then um, Albano, he put him as a manager. You know what I'm saying? It just so, you know, he really, it's like those, all those guys from that time period, they all had jobs no matter what, you know? Yeah, loyalty was very much repaid. Yeah. Vince, not so much, you know? Yeah. It doesn't seem like, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, he did with Pat Patterson. 
You know, the thing is, Pat didn't, uh, the, Pat didn't work a lot up there, though, until the in dying, you know, the, that is, you know. He ended up there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. For Vince to be so loyal to Pat, it was kind of, I'm just wondering maybe if Pat and his dad had a good relationship, maybe. And it's, because usually, you know, uh, you know, it's like, like uh, Strombo, you know, he was up there a lot. He would, you know, he'd go to different territories, you know, a few, a little at a time. But majority, you know, that whole run there from like 70, early 70s on was for New York, you know. Yeah. Um, let's see, Lanza, he kind of, well, Lanza, he, actually, Lanza wasn't up there a lot, though. Because he was mostly AWA and Bruiser. You know, Lanza, so you think about it. So, I don't know. Maybe it's guys that, that he had, maybe like Lanza and, and Patterson, maybe, you know, his dad had, a, you know, and Vince just kept him around, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, 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 it don't happen nowadays. I, guess, I don't know if it's just a totally different mindset with American wrestling and Japanese wrestling, maybe. I, I think it absolutely is. You know, and I, I, I I think as as Japanese wrestling becomes more corporate, we may see that change too. Yeah, but there's a, I mean, there's an expectation in Japanese society and culture that culture. you take care of the old. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think I, that it, leads over into business. And it's it, you know, and actually, I mean, I, I don't keep a watch of Japanese wrestling, so but it seems like in the last say twenty years. It seemed like even after they get done with doing the, they do the old stuff. It's either they either start up a promotion or open up a gym over there. Yeah, you know? or, or or they just freelance and they work wherever they want. I was yeah. reading on the Junakiyama, and it wasn't until this year that he was not president of All Japan. Um, he okay. had he had decided to let his contract lapse, and he he you know was working for DDT and <laughs> a freelancer. Hmm. I mean, yeah, there's so many promotions over now. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you talk about, the, you know, like Puerto Rico being a small island. I mean, that's several small, you know, those are several small islands. It's, and, um, but there's, I mean, you used to be, what was it? Basically, I mean, if, I mean, you had the, what was it, the, what was it before Baba and Anoki? What was it? Uh, the, the JWA, the Japan JWA, and, there was, and there was IWE, right? Possibly, I believe JWA was first, like all together. Yeah, 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 it was first, and then um, all the new started up, and I think IWE, I, for some reason, it was going up until I want to say maybe seventy eight, seventy nine ish. Uh, looks looks like it closed its doors in eighty one. It was founded in sixty six. IWE. Mm-hmm. Okay, but by that time, in the late say early eighties, it was there was no bother hardly they had anybody. I don't think. So like the last leggers 
went, they, they left finally. Yeah. A little bit I've read of it. So, I mean, but so you had, you basically you always had the, you know, after, after the, the, the first one, you know, you had, then you, you had the spin off of the New Japan, All Japan. You had the IWE trying to hold on, you know, basically it was a small promotion. So you basically you had two major promotions. And then in the 80s, you started getting, uh, middle late 80s, you started getting some spinoffs. Um, was it the I- UFWI or whatever it was? Yeah, UFWI, you got war. The war war started later on, though. Did, what was the one that Choshu started? Didn't he start one mid to late 80s? And it seemed like that it was all, it was just seemed like it was just everybody starts like late 80s, early 90s. It just seemed like the floodgates started opening up. And then, yeah, I'm trying to think on the, the Choshu because I thought he opened up a promotion, it might have been later on. I, I get confused sometimes. Or he left and went to, he might have went to a different promotion. I, might, I can't remember. He kept going back and forth from all and new. Yeah, so he yeah. He, start, he started in new. Uh, well, I mean, he went to America for a while. But then... Uh, says he was the core uh, at one point of the JPW, Japan Pro Wrestling, which is the promotion that invaded all Japan in kayfabe um but he was mainly new japan from 87 through 90 98 because i know we did it aren't choshu's army yeah I think, yeah remember that it seemed like he would go he went back and forth a couple times it seemed like term i can't I'm getting that Al Bundy thing where I've got too much memory. I got I'm losing my every time I get something new, I lose an old memory. <laughs> <laughs> Not Al Bundy, Kelly Bundy uh, syndrome. Oh, I don't know, man. It was a we had a good run here. So, which one are you doing now? You just uh, I, I, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be all Japan pro wrestling. Mitsuharu Misawa versus Jumbo Saruta from June 8, 1990. Yeah. Because you switched fact, it. This is on Dave Meltzer's five star matches list, apparently. Dang. Wow. Okay. That's right. Because I remember last week it was going to be later on. And then you said you went up to. Okay. So, it's, so that's 90. That's going to be really good. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man. It's, oh, this, yeah. Is, this is a really good one. Um, it's really Mitsuharmasawa coming into his own. Okay. Well, I'm going to watch it in live. It seems okay. like I, I, enjoy, I enjoy it better. Watching it like it's watching it, then read it. It's to me, it's same. I'm, I, don't, I like it better. I see something happen when it happens. Um, and I, will, you, uh, I mean, uh, you, I mean, you can, I mean, you've already seen it, but um, yeah. oh, yeah, I've <laughs> already seen this one. Um, but I am going to do a little research so we have the storyline going into this match because there's definitely a storyline between Masala and Saruta at this point. Wow, so so Saruta was a top guy. Um, before they was gonna, they pushed um, um, Sawa to take the hit off. Who was the who was the second guy in the promotion at the time? 
Well, they, it was Tenru for a while. Okay, so did, um, did he, had he had left. left. Okay, I thought it was that around that time he had was left or something because I know he was right there. So it's so that's why they think they they moved Masawa up so they'd have somebody. Um, maybe because I, I don't believe, and I may be wrong on this. Um, Puro nerds, I'm sorry, I'm I'm not a Puro <laughs> expert. Um, it, it, I believe what I heard. What I heard was like Tenru was not a all Japan like creation. You know what I mean? Um, he came in from elsewhere, but was really really over. So at one point they were actually really. Thinking, I thought they came up with Babas. I, Bobas I, I may be up. wrong on that. Um, but so at one point it looked like they were passing the torch from Jumbo to Tenru. Yeah. And then Tenru's like, "I'm leaving," and they're like, "Oh, uh, let's put it back on Jumbo." Okay, so, um, so at this time, okay, so Brody had already passed. Well, he was in he was in all New Japan by then. Um, so was Hanson. He was probably still the top American at the time for all. Yeah, Hanson. Right? Hanson was definitely a top guy. Gene. Um, he actually at one point beat, if I'm if I'm remembering my history right, beat Saruta, and around this time beat Saruta for the for the title. Okay, so was Steve Williams? Well, we know Gordy was was right under Hanson at this time. So was Steve Williams? As he was, he probably at that third tier as American then, getting around ninety. He had to be starting getting there by then. Yeah, running through yeah. it in my head probably. Because I know it, you know mid nine, you know ninety two ish through that he was pretty much. You know, they put him and Gordy. I know him and Gordy were the tap tag Americans yeah. there, but. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Hanson was still a, the top American at that time. Okay, I'm just trying to think of the stuff that I were, you know. Yeah, Hanson held on to that top, the top guy gene over there for a long time. Okay, so basically, the so the two really top guys in the promotion at this time were Jumbo and Hanson, basically. Yeah, pretty probably, much. Probably, definitely, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm just trying to get a get a feel for it. <laughs> yeah, no, you, I'd say you're pretty right in that. Now, well, hold on. Was this the that year that Hanson was gone to to Atlanta WCW? Eighty nine, nine ish. I I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, I, bet it was. I bet it was. And I mean, and that may have been why Jumbo was, you know, half turned here because he had, they needed a top heel and Jumbo could have been it, even though, as you'll see, that the crowd doesn't fully accept him as a heel. Because he's been there for so long. He's, he's been the face of the company. And yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not like America. You can be the face of the company and turn heel, and they're going to boo you. It's you know, exactly. it's so it's so different over there. You know, so different. I mean, because they they got that whole respect thing. It, it, it's you really. It's I mean, you have heels and baby faces through the years over there, but you not full flip. You know, it just yeah. It's it's it's, it's different. It's like they had their song. They had their own psychology. They absolutely do. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally different from 
you know, what we were brought up on, uh, the Americans, how they did their stuff. So it's, um, yeah, that's interesting. That's why I think I should should have watched more of it for to learn the their psychology. You know, to you know, I, I kicked myself. Like I said, I've said this so many times. I think I could have bettered myself more. Not my ability to actually do stuff. I mean, because you, know, you only your ability only make you do what your ability allows you to do. You know, but there's so much stuff just psychology wise and. And little moves I could added that I know that my I had the ability to, to do, I could kick myself in the nuts for not watching stuff, you know. And I tell you, it goes back to that time period of, you know, uh, you know, even though I still watch wrestling, I didn't watch it. Um, I don't know. It just. Oh, it just, I kill, I just, I don't like, why didn't I, you know? You always look back and you think, why didn't I, why didn't I, you know? So, so and, 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 you know, it, we, me and, I can't remember who it was. I might have been, it might have been insane Shane talking about how the guys have got it a lot better nowadays with internet access to stuff. Right. You know, just in, just in gimmicks alone, you know, uh, in the early nineties, you could not go find anywhere find get a t shirt made. If you did, it cost an arm and a leg, you know? Yeah. You couldn't yeah. you know, you couldn't hardly anybody had t shirts. Hardly anybody. You know, now it's just you can you can have your own dolls, you can have your own just you name it now. It, it's so it's, it's like, gosh, the money, well, the heels, I mean, well back then heels didn't sell gimmicks, but still, you know. It's crazy. Even though I used to fight so bad, Ricky Robert going to Walmart buying sheets and cutting them up. <laughs> so that, that would definitely still happen, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how, what kind what kind of gimmick you get made up, right? <laughs> They'd still be doing it old school, selling the crap out of them. Did I ever tell you, I know we're getting well taught and we probably need to wrap this up. Um, I went to, uh, me and Steve Bryant, the old photographer the area, Used to be the uh, did all the went to all the matches and did the pictures and stuff. Me and him went to the uh, Smoky Mountain uh, show. What was it called? The one uh, Night of Legends. Night of Legends. Yeah. Um, man, <laughs> I've never seen more Confederate flags in my entire life. Tracy Smothers. God bless his soul. I love you to death. He had to have made over a thousand dollars in gimmicks that night. Had to have. Cornell always said something. he was he was probably second below the rock and rolls as far as gimmicks. Man, it's like he was selling you know, the little flags and the and some of the and man, it they were taking. <laughs> this was, it was so crazy. We were looking, looking at everybody. Me and Steve was just looking at people. They, they were taking the bandanas and some they were taking the taking the flags and tearing them off and putting them together and making little clan Oh Jesus Christ. When the when this gangsters came out there, I was like, I've never seen so many Confederate flag gimmicks in my entire life when the gangsters came out there to that interview. I was like, 
I, I know I'm sure Tracy sold out. He probably could have sold another couple thousand flags if he would have had them that night. I've never since then the heat the gangsters had. Oh my gosh. Or is uh who who said Cornette said somebody called them the gangsters? Who was it? Was it Bob Cottle? Call them oh, the gangsters. That, that sounds right, yeah. Yeah, it's the gangsters. <laughs> but now nah, I just I just never forget that, man. That all those I was like, wow. How we got on that, I don't know. But, <laughs> okay, so we got a good one next week. Uh so what'd you think about this and overall? Good pick. I thought it was yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. But like like you said, it wasn't anything I almost feel bad for the one next week because it's a lot of stuff, whereas this is just easy, simple to to digest. Well, that's what we need, though. We need variety. That's why I like doing this. We get variety. Um, it was it was funk on parade. Definitely. I, I mean, it was more what funk was doing than what Carlos Colon was doing. Funk. Oh, Carlos didn't do nothing. I mean, he really didn't. He just he, he just sold well. Funk. Had a really good really good comeback. Yeah. That's all he needed. Yeah, um, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a good match. It was fun. Yeah, it was, it was good. I, I think it did get cut short because of rain. I do think the rain played because that I rain think it did. down so hard. Yeah, I think they cut it a little short, but um, it was good, though. If they did cut it short, it wouldn't, I don't think they cut it a lot short. Because uh, I don't think it they could have went too much. They could have probably did five, ten. They could have went ten more. It would have drug. But they could have got five more out of it, and you wouldn't have noticed. Because yeah. when they hit that finish, I was like, whoa, you know. Um, so they could have got at least they probably was gonna go about five more probably in that because that rain it just bucket buckets full anyway so that was good I, that, I i did pretty good next week i'm sure yours is gonna be a really good one so uh <laughs> yeah i said you hadn't had a you hadn't had a letdown yet um so got anything else to add i think we're good all right stick a fork in her she's done for Jeremiah Plunkett, Plunkett, hey, that's me. Thanks for listening. God bless. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>